as always, that was good friend of the show and uh, our friend Colin Gow with his song Podcast, um, officially licensed. I am Steve Shoney, city manager for the city of Upper Arlington. I am here with my co-host and sidekick. sidekick. There you go. I'm Darren Shulman. I'm the city attorney, and I have embraced my role (laughs) as sidekick. You have fully embraced. So just don't show up in tights. That's all I'm asking. Not that kind of psychic, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we are joined today uh, by Eric Schmidt. Eric is the general manager. That would be me. Of uh, Sunny95 mm-hmm. and uh, several other stations sure. up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome. Thank Thanks you. for coming in. Thanks for having me. I'm uh, a little bit nervous, actually. Well, you know, we, we both have been. I'm a little nervous with we, my radio we, we voice. We've both been working on our radio voices don't, don't today. Be. And I so, feel a little weird like actually doing something like this outside of my studio. I feel like I'm cheating on my organization a little bit here. So, so I, you know, in, just in case any of your team is listening, you did struggle to put on the headphones yes, walking these, in. Yes, I, so. I, I will admit that. I, I will also openly admit I've been in radio for 22 years. And I'm not a huge fan of being on the mic. I'll be honest. That's why we hire the professionals. That, you that, know, that's so. a good, that's a good answer for the team. Yes, that's that's you know you know that you're better uh, behind the computer than behind the mic. So that's that's what they actually tell us around <laughs> here. Too. He said to us, but unfortunately, we're not behind the computer. <laughs> unfortunately, we don't care. So we're just still going to do this podcast. Okay. So you said you've listened to a couple of episodes. Yes. Um, so you know we start with our start bench cut. Well, I kind of did the. Like two minutes in, four minutes in. Oh, it's all good. I'm a busy general manager, guys. I don't have time to do <laughs> so podcasts all day. I'm it's all a good. Fourteen million dollar operation. We're okay. gonna give you three people, okay? And it's usually themed. We got a good one for okay. you. Okay. And one of them you're gonna start. So in, in this case, you'll probably put them on the air all the time. Mm-hmm. So so we we ripped this off of a uh, one of the sports podcasts that I listen okay. to. So we're gonna give you three things that hopefully you're gonna think are good. Okay. And you've got to decide, okay, who do I name as my starter? Okay. Who do I keep on my bench, and who am I cutting? Oh, okay. Just so they're like gone. Fantasy football. I'm, re- I'm prepped for yeah, that. This is fantasy go. football. This is and years you, in the making of prep right here. I this mean. is basically fantasy DJ. Okay. All and right. So you're going to decide who's going to probably be on the air, who's okay. in reserve, and who's gone. Okay. So, Steve, do you want to give him the three? Yeah, I'll give him the three. Casey Kasem. Casey Kasem, okay. Johnny Fever. Johnny Fever. From WKRP yeah. in Cincinnati. Yeah. In case people don't know, it's a little dated reference now. <laughs> Dino and Stacy. Ooh, well, you gotta. I gotta keep Dino and Stacy. I mean, there's a reason why they've been so, around. For so, so are long. you starting them? I'm gonna start them. I'm absolutely gonna start them. Oh, man, who do I cut? I mean, those are legends. I mean, even though, even though, the, you know, Mr. Fever wasn't an actual technical DJ, mm. he he still represented the, the the brand very well. I mean, plus you're dropping turkeys out of. Out of <laughs> I mean, it's, it's about the season and, for and, that. And this is the week before Thanksgiving. I'm telling you, I watch it every Thanksgiving. I think that is some of the best television ever. Oh, in that case, I gotta I gotta cut Casey Kasem. Wow. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I think I, you broke Brian, the producer's ooh, heart, because he I'm was sorry, like Brian. literally recounting how. He remembered Casey Kasem's I'm lines. sorry, Brian. So, and Hope we can still be friends after I, that. You know, I, I'm going to struggle with not putting Johnny Fever <laughs> number one, particularly this time of year. Yeah. Since you brought up the turkey episode. Yeah. I'm just saying. Hey, I mean, I know you, I know it's your people. I'm very loyal to my people. I know, yes. you, I know you're loyal to and people. And I respect that. And they're still on the air, so there's something to say for that. <laughs> no, they're home. They're home. Dino's probably playing poker somewhere right now. So. <laughs> Well, um, that was a, that was great. That was a good start. Um, that was and, tough. And we try to make them tough. That the was more tough. you sweat, the happier yeah, we feel. Yeah. Okay. As a radio guy, if I told, if I had to tell you to go back and listen to a couple of these, I think one of my favorite ones was Colin Gal. Colin is uh, a good friend of ours, good f- personal friend of mine. He runs Colin's Coffee, and he also okay. has been in a band for decades, a band by the name of Watershed. And we, Oh, yeah. And so that's yeah. that, that's Colin. He he may have had something to do with the dead Schembecklers, although he will never um, really admit to that or not. <laughs> and we gave him Guilty Pleasure Rock and made him choose between, um, what was it, Bon Jovi, Sticks, Van Halen. Yeah, but didn't Ooh. Bon Jovi get totally pitched to the Oh, He was it, like not it, even and worried he, about that. He, I think, threw up a little bit in his mouth when we said Bon Jovi. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we do try and make it a little hard. And you did pretty well. Uh, you did okay. pretty well. You gave us some, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give you on the loyalty. But I have a problem. Okay, let's hear with, it. With your, with your um, 
with wow. you. This is Ray. a great way to start an interview. Oh, wow. Hey, nice to meet you. I have a problem. <laughs> yeah. So I do have a problem. Hey, I, I know the mayor. So I just say no. I know the honorable Brendan King. So, so. he does. So what? So before we get to that, so you went to college with Brendan? Is that I went right? to college with Brendan. Brendan was the uh, president of my fraternity down at the University of Kentucky. All right. So this. This is just taking a swerve, and I'm going to go there. Do you, you go and take a left turn. Can take you give us turn? something on Brendan? I can't. Dirt? You know what? I can't. He, Our evaluations are coming up soon. It should I, be good. I got to tell you, he is an incredible guy, and he was an incredible guy back then. I mean, the only way you can become the president of the fraternity is to be the most responsible person in the building. Let's be honest. I mean, he is. He's a great guy. He's an absolutely great guy. And that's you know, I, I was kind of thinking about you know, I don't I don't live in UA, but I've worked yeah. here for 22 years. I know you like to ask what I like about, you know, yeah. what I like about That'll you. be last. I know, so, I know. Right. Okay. But I just, one of the things, okay, you know what? We'll, we'll get there. All right. We'll get there. So, so Brennan's squeaky clean as he looks. He is. He's just, a, he's just a great, he's a thoughtful guy. I mean, like we talk, you know, probably not as much as we should, but I mean, he, we can, you know, not connect for a year and he's just, he knows my kids' names. I mean, he's just, he's just a great guy. You know, I know you have problems with him. I love Brendan. Wait, I, I know I, all the no, things wait. that you've said about Brendan. I, I, I for the record, that's Darren that has the problem. Yeah, this with is yeah. getting really sideways fast. Yeah. I was just you looking know, for funny like, stories like, that we could hang over his head. Apparently, there are none. No, like Eric is loyal to Dino and Stacy. I am loyal to our council president. I don't know what you were trying to get to, but I I'm, am loyal. I'm only loyal to myself, well, as Bre will be revealed later. Well, yeah. Brendan, here's the here's the great thing about being Brendan King is you have a twin brother. So if there's anything bad that that's, happened, it's the twin brother. Yeah, it's exactly. Not, that wasn't me. No. It could why, have been me. Why didn't my parents give me that? <laughs> Although <laughs> yeah, my, uh, my brother and I, probably, my brother and I look enough alike that, like, he, um, yeah, I, w I had the ability occasionally to blame things on my older brother because we looked enough alike that it was like, oh no, I think that was Mike <laughs> that you were thinking of. We had D Darren's dad on uh, last time and made him choose between Darren and his brother. Oh, and, <laughs> He, and chose he, and Dar we, he chose Darren because it was his birthday. We actually no. Remember, my brother birthday. and I were both in the fire. My daughter made it out. He yeah, had, he made it a lot worse. He yeah. turned start bench cut into who's in the fire coming out. Like you didn't have to do that, Dad. We yeah. could all be alive. Yeah, he so, tried yeah. to let Darren burn in a fire. It was very, it was very disturbing. He explained a lot about Darren. Well, what's your beef, by the so way? So my beef. So here's my beef. Sure. So when I was grown up, I worked in department stores. Okay. At Christmas. Okay. And so I cannot stomach. Christmas, Christmas music, music. Dude. So you're probably not very happy that we kicked it off you're on November first. You're killing me, man. What? So explain that decision making for I, us. Yeah, I'll stand behind it. It was my decision. So uh, we normally launch right the day after Thanksgiving. It's either on Thanksgiving or the day after Thanksgiving. But you know, the decision this year was simply because there's so much negative energy going on. I mean, there's just so much just negativity out there yeah. whether it's you know with politics with you know the fear of recession just i mean there's a laundry list i could sit here for a couple of minutes and probably list them all christmas music just like i mean that's why i love radio right i could be in a horrible mood i could kick on qfm 96 you know i could hear a song i could you know listen to mix or i could hear one song can take me from a bad mood to a good mood and i really feel the same thing about christmas music i mean honestly i I, I, I thought it might be too early, but I thought let's just let's just go ahead and do it. And I thought I wouldn't be listening. I actually listened to it. My I've got a four minute drive, and I had it on yeah. you know, some holly jolly Christmas on my way over here. So I'm always it's the best it. medicine. It's yeah. a, you know for negativity. How many different versions of these songs are like? Every time I flip through the channels, I'm like that's a new person singing that <laughs> yeah. song or yeah. a new song I hadn't heard. There's like. Are there like millions? You should know this. How many millions of Christmas songs are there? I have no, I have no idea. But I do know we've kind of tightened our playlist this year. We're going old school, Frank, the you know the Dean, the Bing. You know we've got some. You know some of the Mariah Carey stuff is, you know it's those are those are considered classics still, even though they've been released here recently. Yeah, it's a modern classic. Can I have an official radio guy opinion on the <clears throat> Mariah Carey song? Because this is my guilty admission. It is my favorite Christmas song. Really. That's weird. All I, all, all I went for Christmas. I don't know why. I can't explain she's it. She's good. She's got pipes. Kelly Clarkson has a great song. I, I mean, I mean, look, if if you're my age, you know, there's nothing wrong with Mariah Carey, man. Mm -mm. Back in the day, she was. 
She I'm, was a lot. I'm just really happy that Taylor Swift redid the uh, Last Christmas. Wham. So I don't have to listen to Wham much anymore. I can listen to Taylor Swift now. Yeah, see, it's the same thing. I didn't know there was multiple versions of Last oh. Christmas. Mm-hmm. So here, here's my one suggestion. So my Everybody loves to give me suggestions. Yeah, I, know. I love This that. is what you need to play on repeat. <laughs> Welcome to my job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we're going to connect really oh, well here. I got um, My love for Brendan King, Brendan, or Darren, you know, we'll leave him aside sure. on how he feels about sure. it. But <laughs> that so and our, uh, you know, what people tell us to do. So here's my suggestion. Mm-hmm. I have found that the, the, I apparently now have shot and fired about two things. One is people who love the Browns and me enjoying the pain for people who love the Browns. It's, I grew well, up in Cincinnati. I'm, so. I'm with you. I'm a Browns and a Reds fan. I mean, I think that's my father's way of showing me how to live with disappointment. Oh, man. I think it was a life lesson. Dude, that I know. is. I know. You got. So you, he gave you the both, the worst of both. I'm so sorry. I know, I know. That that's uh, that's tough, man. It's a I, life lesson, right I'm there. I'm here for you, brother. Yeah. What my suggestion is, um, I have found that there are some really wonderful blues Christmas songs mm-hmm. that, if you research, are they sound like if you just listen to the melody, mm-hmm. it's like. But if you listen to the words, it's like made for people like me sure. who inappropriate, secretly, <laughs> secretly loathe Christmas music. But want to be able to tell people like my wife that hey, we're let's listen to some Christmas music because she loves Christmas. Yeah. She is very happy. Yeah, that you guys. Well, went good, to good. The, and it's actually more important that you make my wife happy than me. Um, but she loves the fact that you guys have gone Christmas music all the time very early. And well, so she sounds like very, a very sharp woman. She is a very bright woman. She usually makes good decisions, except for. <laughs> One notable one. Yeah, she made one notable, really bad decision about 28 years ago. Did but... your brother have a girlfriend at the time? Is that why he was taken? Zing. <laughs> 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 that was good. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Okay, thank you for coming Not here. Yet, that was a... yeah. can, we, can we cut that part? <laughs> no, that was really well done. Just put that on loop. Yeah. So I, we've been joking around a little bit, but I'm fascinated by the radio uh-huh. industry, mostly because we're wannabe radio people, but... Uh, with this podcast, but can you describe like kind of where the radio business is now? I mean, you've got the streaming, sure. you've got iPods and face pages and my <laughs> iPods. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm, I'm being old yeah. school on purpose. Okay, that was, was intentional. Yeah, that was intentional, okay. by the way. Well, you know, the perception is that radio is a dying medium, but that's what it is. It is a perception. So, uh, still, 250 million people turn into the radio tune into the radio every month. That's nine out of every 10 Americans. Um, radio is as, as uh, vibrant as, as it was. I mean, we did, uh, you know, the, the pandemic hurt, you know, it, uh, it upended, you know, people's habits and, and their mornings. And, um, you know, we are creatures of habit. You know, I, uh, you know, I listen to the radio as soon as I get up in the morning, I pop it on I'm downstairs, I turn it off. My kids have a, another radio station on. I listen to it on the way to work and on the way home. I just want quiet, you know, but if I'm not going to work, you know, or if you're not going to work, you are not. So we had to, we had to get creative. You know, luckily we have a lot of technology out there. Our stations have apps, you know, you can simply say, Alexa, play Sunday 95 and boom, magically she kicks it on. Um, we're everywhere. You know, it's, it's one of the things I love about Columbus and and radio, it, Columbus is a is a radio town. Did you know that? No. It's a radio town. Why is it a radio town? It's because we are a commuter town. We have uh, no mass public transit. Big, so everyone's listening in their cars. Big people move. You know, no big people movers. Um, the average commute in Columbus is 22 minutes. So that means I have a shot at 40. You know, what's about? Sorry, I went to UK. What's uh, 20? 21. <laughs> 42 minutes. Brendan always says he can't do math either. <laughs> so that must be a UK thing. <laughs> that was the effects of all the bourbon. I, I was going to say that yet you still can tell me what the best bourbon is. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I like Willet is my favorite bourbon. Okay. And the pot's still big, nice bottle. But I did have some Pappy recently, and, you know, eh, it was okay. Isn't Pappy known as being, like, the good it's stuff? It's the most elusive. It's just the most elusive. So, Honestly, it – there's nothing when I took a sip of it I didn't go I didn't have a revelation so finish your thought about radio and then I want to come back because <laughs> the, there's a holiday <laughs> shopping list <laughs> no I know yeah. uh, and I'm sorry I, I'm a note guy here so again the reason why 
you know, radio does so well in Columbus, Ohio, or, or Central yeah, 40 Ohio. Some odd minutes a day. Absolutely. So we've got we've got time there. But again, you know, we're more than just we're more than just in the car. But radio is the king of the dash. I mean, it just it is. It always has been. You know, the perception out there is that everybody's listening to the pure plays, the serious, the Pandoras, and it really is somewhere between three to five percent. It's not. You know, we're a free. You know, we're a free medium, and people. Radio's value comes from the fact that we're local. I mean, that is something that I'm really, really proud of. We are owned by a company out of uh, Gross Point Farms, Michigan. It's our parent company called Saga Communications. And our whole core company philosophy is all built around local. You know, we are radio is in a time right now where a lot of the bigger broadcast companies are moving away. They're finding ways to cut costs. Hey, I'm franchising the programs and sending them out to everyone. Well, yeah. So, for instance, okay, uh, you know, this company may have a, a, a you know morning drive personality in Tampa who's pretty good. He's a, in a certain format. It's adult contemporary or whatever. So then they take that same show and they run it across 20 adult contemporary stations that they own across the country. So what's the downfall? I mean, this guy may be funny, he may, you know, but there's no localness. You're not going to hear this guy talk about the Ohio State Buckeyes. You're not going to talk about local elections. So that is the philosophy that we, I mean, that is, that's who we are. It's giving back to the community, being there for local news, local traffic, sports. We want to hear Buckeyes. If we flipped on the radio on a, on, a, on a Monday, you know, on our way in and didn't hear anything about the Buckeyes, I, I, especially in football season, It'd be like a little twilight zone. So well, it's also good to say that because when you listen to a show and they, you can tell they're trying to kind of maybe read some stuff to make it kind of local, but sure. they, but even their normal conversations, you're like, wait a minute, they're talking yeah. about some other city that I'm not. You know, they, they, yeah. it permeates the whole show. You can't just cut a read in for they Columbus. speak. They just speak in massive generalities, and we're able to take our content and go hyper local with it. The other part of that too is having local personalities. You know, I, I love the fact that we have, of all the broadcast radio companies here in Columbus, we have the most local personalities pulling into our driveway every single day. They're at 4401 Carachill Lane and then leaving it, you know, after their shift and driving home to a garage or a parking spot. You know, it makes our stations tangible because you can see Stacy, you know, at the grocery store. You could see Dino at the bar on Bethel Road <laughs> a lot. He's a, he's a rock star and you know, he's the mayor. Um, you know, and it also allows us, and I, I'm sorry, I, I just get real passionate about no, what I no, do. No, this is Great. why you're on. We want to hear this Yeah, stuff. yeah. I always, I've been with the company for 22 years. I started off as a little junior, you know, account executive, 20, 2020. And I know it was 2020, and I know I started right around March because I was almost fired my second day of work because the very first day I started was the beginning of March Madness. And yeah, my, my local sales manager at the time, this is back when the record label guys would come in and take us out to lunch, took us to BW3s, and my boss brought me a big, tall beer. And then he brought me another big, tall beer. And I look at my watch, and we got there about 11.45. It was 4.30. And, uh, yeah, so let's just say the big guy wasn't too happy. And my second day of work, I got kind of ripped for it. Uh, mm-hmm. And anyway, so I, I digress. But... If I had to sit in my office all day long and negotiate spot prices and things like that, work with some of our national accounts, this would be the most boring job, honestly, in America. Again, I'm lucky to be able to get my hands around this marketplace. I'm not, I'm not concerned with national scope. I'm concerned with Central Ohio. So I want to have the best radio stations, the best content, the most engagement. You know, we want to just connect with everybody, connect, connect listeners to our personalities who they trust, connect then our listeners to our advertisers and our partners. But what I love is what we do outside of the office. Like just for example, in the month of October, uh, Mix 107.9 hosted a huge Mix Goes Pink event at Natalie's here in Grandview. Um, we raised uh, a lot of OAR came back and played for free. They're a you know, local band, big local band. They're like legit. They are legit, yeah. And uh, we raised a ton of money for the Pink Ribbon Girls and just was, was able to bring some partners with us. And Natalie's is a great venue. Oh, it is awesome. And, and not only are you supporting a great cause, but doing something to support a great local music venue. Sure. That, you know, you talked about it was hard on you guys mm-hmm. during the pandemic. Oh, absolutely. You know, Places that do local music mm-hmm. took a hit. I mean, absolutely. Natalie's, Anything Woodlands, with, those kind of guys have been. It's been tough. And then family entertainment and restaurants. I mean, it just it was it was a tough time. So, do you mind running down all the stations that you're kind of 
have with you? You, you mentioned. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So Sunday 95. We've had Sunday 95 since 1982. First song on the air was Here Comes the Sun by the Beatles. Uh, early 2000s, we uh, acquired Mix 107.9. Uh, soon after that, later 2000s, we uh, acquired WNND, which is Rewind, 1035, right. 1043. It's 80 stations, good station. Yeah. And then, uh, so, so at that time, we had three of these adult stations that targeted primarily women, a little bit more conservative. And then about seven years ago, we purchased QFM 96. So now I finally have an outlet <laughs> for all of those crazy promotional ideas that we couldn't do because we had Sunday 95 mix and rewind. So. so I am proud to say that you guys are on, I think I have everything, every single one of those on one of my presets. Fantastic. So, thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate no, it. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, you know, look, it's, didn't do it. This was not a suck up. Well, <laughs> saying it was a suck up. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry about the brother comment earlier. Now, yeah. so. <laughs> you're not sorry. Yeah. Don't be sorry. Yeah. No, no. How much time do you put into like that jingle thing? That's like mix what I'm saying. You know the little. Oh. You know I don't know what to call. What's that? The tag that's Im- it's, uh, music imaging. You know positioners. They call those. Like they, sometimes they get in your head and you can't get them out. Well, like, is we there have science behind that. Well, yeah, I mean. Not, Yes and no. I, I can't speak to that as much as I, you know, Michelle Matthews, who's our operations manager, or Mike Dorsey, who's a big program director in the building. Um, but I do know to, to make that piece of imaging, there's, it's multifaceted. We have actually voice talent, our, you know, our station voice. Like on QFM 96, we have BC, who's got the QFM 96. Yes, you know, exactly. I mean, it, I mean it's just, his voice is iconic. And so when we cut those things, he's got to cut it first. Then it's got to go off to another company, and, and they do something with it. And finally it comes back to our production team who puts it all nice together and, uh, and makes it sound brilliant, honestly. So, like, I know it's not like the core of your station, but that's what gets into my head. Like when you so you know if you ever get a smooth jazz <laughs> We had a smooth jazz, yeah. And, you know, you need somebody. I'm great with this, especially after smooth I've had a cold. Jazz. If, if After I've had a cold. Well, why don't you I, sell I them on there. it? Give yeah. him a, that's give what, a read. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. No, give, him a, I, give him a sample. I, I don't want it to sound like I'm actually, like, overselling it, but. <laughs> Come on, this is an audition. Me. He's stuck. You got a captive audience. You here. know what's funny? Actually, when some of our on-air personalities have a cold, they dig it. I mean, because oh, yeah. it, it, you know, they 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 get all amped up because you know, just yeah, you different. get the full Barry White Absolutely. thing going. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hey, something I was saying earlier about the mix goes pink, and you know, yeah. QFM ninety six again. Back to the community stuff. Um, uh, earlier this month, uh, we have a we have something we created called the Red, White, and Q Fund. Because again, every one of our stations. It's a mandate. It has to stand for something. So we created this fund about six years ago. It's a donor-specified fund that we run through the Columbus Foundation. But it's a red, white, and Q fund. And all of the proceeds, we we basically have people submit for grants. Um, And this year, we finally have crossed the $100,000 marker. So we've given away $103,000 to 43 local 501c3s that are either you know veteran supported active duty servicemen and women supported or first responders supported um that's the kind of stuff that 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 that's why i pull into that office every day it's that stuff it's not spot prices it's that stuff that stuff makes all that stuff happen because people see our stations out in the community makes us tangible but being able to give back to a community that gives so i mean without them we don't have radio stations i mean we have to do that Sunday 95 on Friday is doing something called the it's a day of thanks and it's basically to recognize our audience who over the past 36 years has donated eight million dollars to wow. Children's Hospital you know that's us we create it and again every dollar we raise it's mandated it cannot leave this marketplace I mean I love St. Jude's but that's it's not local so our money goes straight to Nationwide Children's Hospital downtown our money for red white and Q goes to people like Paddles for Heroes. We donated $1,800 to this local nonprofit, and it was enough to build a uh, concrete platform next to a river and to buy an apparatus that takes that took paraplegic veterans and put them in kayaks. I mean, the day that they, you know, had this and they, and they showed it off, I mean, it just, I mean, it's, it's amazing. I mean, it just, it's hard not to get emotional about that stuff. Well, thank you for doing it. Um, I love the passion. Um, you know, I think if you guys would just rebrand yourselves as artisanal radio, <laughs> and, you know, throwing a little bit, some, some stuff that's got a little bit more crunch, you guys would have a whole new yeah. thing. You, you know, well, we're just artisanal. That, that's that's what we do. We're not local. We're artisanal. But I love, I, I just, this happened two weeks ago. Every one of my buddies, oh, and my wife too. Like, so everybody's got to tell me what, what we need to change on the radio station, right? Yeah. So my wife's like, you got to play the Porky Pig song. The Porky Pig, yeah, the the blue, you know, Blue Christmas, oh, you yeah, know, yeah. yeah you got to play. I'm like, I can't. It's not 
Maybe. <laughs> but I, no, I, I think that's what I'll look into. I, that's it. why, again, I have yeah. professionals that, you yeah. know, we have music testing, you yeah. know, but I'll try. I had a guy who, uh, you know, he's, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a lacrosse guy. Uh, my kids, both my girls play lacrosse, and I've gotten to meet some really wild and crazy lacrosse parents, you know, throughout. Have you been over to the new court behind? I have not, no. I try not to, I try not to bring our girls to UA. It doesn't usually work out too well. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. You guys got some really great good, programs. Yeah. So yeah. You, you should bring them over and check out the, sorry, I've interrupted sorry. you, but the new court that we did just behind the barn mm-hmm. in sunny 95 Park, and I want to come back to the, sure. I, want, I do want to come back and have yeah. you tell a little bit of the history of how it, that ended up yeah. with that name. But um, they we just redid the, uh, what was originally designed as roller hockey, and we uh-huh. redid it as, uh, sports court and they're doing box lacrosse there nice and they actually had the osu men's varsity team out there playing box lacrosse on that facility at night it is a fantastic wow. facility by the way you want to talk about some large human beings yeah. moving really fast yeah. in a small space sure um it was pretty cool but i think if you're if you're a lacrosse person i think having uh have your girls and some of their friends come out and sure just take sticks back. Sticks, Absolutely, sticks back there sometimes. Absolutely, um, I think they love it. It's, it's right in the backyard too. And That's nice. And it, it is very well branded, so that they will know that they are on a UA lacrosse yeah. thing because it was done. To your point earlier about mm-hmm. um, great fundraising, uh, there were a couple of former captains mm-hmm. of the UA lacrosse team that um, tragically both died of the same kind of brain cancer, wow. and it's labeled as the thirty-one thirty-two sports court to honor those two guys and the community came together and said hey here's a couple great guys great families had some tragedy and we're going to come together and we're going to raise money about supporting them so that we can do some great things for our community and our our kids and so i it's got a couple tie-ins and i think you know being in the park i think it'd be a great thing for you to take a look at sure um great story by the way that's yeah it's fantastic it it is fantastic um and really proud of the community for coming together i would like you to talk for a minute though about um, kind of one of the things that's a little, you know, you don't find many municipal parks named after radio mm-hmm. stations. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a little bit of the story, but it was sure. well before my time. Yeah. You know, to what degree can you run our listeners through kind of that history? I could take you back. I could take you back pretty far. Okay. Um, it's funny. We have uh, some, you know, a radio station has been broadcasting out of that location since I think it was the late 40s. Um, we actually have a picture of, uh, you know, I've taken from a helicopter or something, but it literally looks like a concrete square, a big tower, and then literally surrounded by cornfield. Okay, so uh, that was the late 40s, maybe early 50s. Uh, the houses started going up around late 60s, 70s. So we kind of, you know, got, you know, they kind of came in. So it's weird when I tell people, like, and I tell them, hey, you know, come to our studio, you can record, or we can meet. And a lot of times they'll call and go, hey, I'm lost. I'm, I'm back in some neighborhood. I'm like, hey, guys, it's cool. We were here first. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, again, then Arlington kind of grew. I mean, Greensview, gosh, that school looks beautiful. I mean, absolutely yeah. beautiful. Um, so, you know, many years later, here we are. We're sitting on uh, pretty much like the last 11 acres of undeveloped land in Upper Arlington. You know, and I mean, I used to go out there and hit golf balls, and I could bring my driver out and just smack him. And not, I'm a horrible golfer, that so. I'm not hitting 330 or anything like that. You know, uh, horrible slice too. So, but. so the people who were most in danger were not the people that where you were yeah, aiming as pretty I, much. Nobody was in danger. Yeah, nobody was in danger. Um, but my company, you know, we, we, you know, we had some developers that wanted to put other houses up there and just kind of squeeze us in more. I mean, it was obviously our land. Um, but I had a general manager and, a, you know, a CEO at the time that said, no, I think it's be best if we work something out with the city of Upper Arlington. Let's turn it into park space. Um, and, this, you know, they honored us by putting Sunny 95. I think my GM at the time said, we'll do it, but I want it to be the Sunny 95 park, which – Whatever. You uh, can never rebrand, by the way, now because uh, no, no. Seventy ninety five. Well, the park and, will make no sense. Well, and, but the other thing too is, and again, I, I think about these things, but you know, uh, if something bad ever happened there, sunny, you know, Sunny ninety five park. You know, I was like, did anybody ever think about that part? But luckily, we're in a very, very safe community, and uh, you know, the chances of that happening there are probably pretty bad, but or pretty. Small. You, you know what I mean? Small. There yeah. we go. Jeez. Well, and, and thanks for you know, <laughs> thanks for saving me there, Darren. Yeah. So that's what I'm here for. Yeah, it, it is great to have you there. It mm-hmm. is it, it is great to have you kind of operating a business. And look, I 
you know, I'm sure it's not something that folks thought about entirely um, when they said, hey, let's put a park around there. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I know it does take some patience from you guys um, in terms of, uh, you know, I know sometimes our residents uh, forget as they're rushing to get their kid uh, to soccer practice. I know, where I know where you're going with and, this. And I'm going to say it so you don't have to say it because this is um, – Upper Arlington residents, if you are going over to Sunday 95 Park and you need a parking space, please be exceptionally respectful of the fact that that is a private, that is still yeah. private property yeah. there. That is the radio station's parking lot. It is not the city's parking. Yeah. The radio station's parking lot is the radio station's parking lot. The Correct. park's parking lot is the park's parking lot. Yes. And um, you guys have been very gracious. I know occasionally, I'm sure it's actually people from Dublin who are coming in it's for games. It's, it's, it's not a Burlington residence. It's got to be Dublin. It's got to be Dublin. It's Dublin, maybe Hilliard yeah. people. Yeah. Uh, I, if there's New Albany teams coming in, I'm <laughs> sure it's the New Albany people. You know, if, it, if there wasn't such thing as liability, we actually had somebody a few years ago claim to have fallen in our parking lot. And that they weren't supposed to park and in. And they weren't supposed to park in, and, and, you know, so – it's tough. Uh, you know, I, we try to be super nice when people, you know, park back here and explain why. And, you know, I feel I feel bad doing it. And most everybody's usually very cordial and says, OK, thank you. Some weren't, but, you know, it's OK. But but this is not Eric telling you not to park. This is me telling you, not, guys, <laughs> come on. Really? Uh, I mean, I'm in the business of making people feel good. Yeah. I don't want to come out and tell you that, you know, we're going to tow your car, which we, we don't tell. I'll, I'll let you know that yeah. right now. Be nice. Be good, be good neighbors. Um, so, all right. Bourbon. Yes. Are you a straight or on the rocks only, or will you mix your bourbon? I'm a totally neat, totally neat bourbon. No ice. Maybe, if, if anything, maybe a drop of water. So do you think less of me as a human being because I actually like to mix my bourbon? No. Okay. I think everybody has the uh, opportunity to drink it however they want. All right. Cool. Yeah. But you know what's funny? So when Brendan and I went to school there— like bourbon wasn't even no yeah I mean I think I uh, uh, what did I drink that was the horrible stuff like I think I drank Jim Beam I, you I know? mean most I thought you were gonna say beer uh, well yeah. yeah there was some there was a little bit of natural light natty, I was gonna say is it yeah. natty light you're yeah. in college yeah. right you went to about, OU I know you you're not drinking happy <laughs> in college Bush it was Bush light back in the day thank you very much I, I was far more sophisticated than natty light <laughs> The, the old Milwaukee is that a thing like that? Old, old the beast. Swim. Oh, the yeah. beast. Yeah. Milwaukee's beast. The beast. So um, I try to think that I don't allow myself that much snobbery, um, but I've the the phases of snobbery that I've gone through is I went through um, some wine snobbery sure. and then beer snobbery, and now I've turned into really enjoying like making bourbon cocktails. Yeah, and. Um, that's my latest snobbery. Just, so. just no bourbon and coke, man. That's oh yeah, no, no, yeah, no, 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 no 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 no. Yeah, I, I but like uh, an old fashioned, you know, or something I, with some. An old fashioned. There's a great drink called a poison arrow. Which, okay. Um, I mean, I tend not to drink liquids with poison in the name, but I mean, <laughs> sorry. It just it, it here, Darren, drink some poison. You're a lawyer. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm going to pass on. <laughs> uh, you know what? It it there. This is a poison that I will bring to you when I want something from you, not when I'm ready but to I'm kill you. Thank but you. That, <laughs> if I give you this, two of these, and I'll get whatever. whatever I'll, you'll sign whatever I, I want say, to will sign. There, will, will there be a waiver involved? Is exactly. that yeah. no, involve it, a waiver? Um, not that I need for legal liability, mm -hmm. unless I need it for legal sure. liability, and sure. I, he's, he would not otherwise approve it because two of these, and he'll approve anything yeah. that I want. Yeah. Uh, what What is in this? Poison arrow. Do I even want to ask? So it's bourbon, orange bitters, regular bitters, and then uh, a little bit of Campari mm -hmm. and a little bit of something called Chinachina, China, which is a, a French version of an orange liqueur. Okay. So it's okay. kind of got an, and then a little spritz of orange on top. It's sure. kind of got a little bit of a orange that goes with mm -hmm. your bourbon. It's, it's pretty You smooth. know what would make that a really great drink? And they do this at 16 bit. Just take a popsicle and put it in it. <laughs> So that, don't you think? So with, the best, man. with with the caramel pop, uh, their caramel popsicle uh, one, yeah, it's pretty similar to that without the caramel popsicle. Okay, so yeah, I just I, pour bourbon in a cup. No, I can do it. Yeah, I room yeah, temperature I or cold? I mean, neat. Yes, no, room, I can't, room temperature. Yeah. I can't do it neat. I I gotta have. A, a, I'll do it with a a nice bourbon with a big. I'll do the big cube. I can't do a whole lot of. Gotcha. But gotcha. That's my other way to do. Well, it. I think it's just the years of why. I mean, my my. 
my mom's side of the family is all from Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. So watching grandparents and family members have the have their little bourbon nightcapper at night, and yeah. and I, there's been rumors that there might have been a little bit on my pacifier. Well, you know, so maybe that's why I choose to drink it neat and not cold. I, I, I preferred it. it back then, room temperature as a baby. So yeah. stuck cool. with it. So this is probably the most important question. Steve was trying to pitch you on his radio voice, but you know, Brian and I want to pitch you on a, on a show where you know you have a communication guy and a lawyer guy talking about whatever you want us to talk about. You know, then, to fill some crucial four a four to four thirty a.m. time slot. And then you have a you have a sidekick named Steve. Well, we were thinking this is a chance for the sidekick to emerge, and like both sidekicks and radio operators kind of come out to their to their own audience. So, but here's the issue: would would you have guests? I mean, we just got to get in the door first. The format is definitely <laughs> open for discussion. Because so. if you'd have guests, you would be completely lost because you can't. I can't book anybody. You, it, <laughs> in our in our nine months of doing this now, actually ten months of doing this now, you have not booked a single guest. I haven't even booked my own dad. No, you didn't even book your own dad. I booked your dad. You. So we went in and we interviewed Coach Holtman. It was sure. It was awesome. Yeah. It was it was wonderful and. We're waiting in the lobby, <laughs> and this gentleman walks out. He's like, oh, hey, Darren. How are you doing? Oh, yeah, hey, we're doing well. We're actually here to do a podcast interview with Coach Holtman. He's like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm going to go get in some uh, some work with the ladies. And I, we looked at Darren, and we're like, Darren, is, is that who we think it was? You want to tell him who it was? It's the women's basketball, basketball coach, coach McDuff. Yeah. He's my neighbor. <laughs> he's like, you didn't tell me who's your neighbor. Why we booked him? I was like, so he, he's his next door neighbor. I had to go. I, I had to go through. Uh, you know, I I practically begged Bill Hoskett to set us up with Holtman and like worked it, worked it, worked it. Darren lives right next to this guy. He can't even book him. I mean, my skill, my you're gonna set. put you're gonna put this guy on the radio and he can't. Uh, now I, on the other hand, I, I, I've got, I, I've got, I think, a pretty good radio voice. And this is where the behind the music, where yeah. the schism happens, yeah. and we hit rock bottom, yeah. and then we'll reform in twenty years to redo the podcast. You know, though, but there is something to be said. Like I, I refuse to do business with friends. Like I maybe it kind of falls in that basket. You know, if something goes drastically wrong. Oh, so, your neighbors. You yeah, know, yeah, you don't okay. want to ruin the relationship. Yeah, we don't ruin the relationship with our neighbor yeah. over this podcast. He might come on and say, "I can't live next to you anymore because you asked me this hard start bench <laughs> yeah. cut." I can't live here. <laughs> how dare you? That was really hard. So how, how do you pick on-air talent besides us two that we've just you know, got a tacit <clears> agreement <throat> to? I mean, how do you decide who's going to? Well, I, look, I, I've been extremely lucky to have inherited some of the best talent. Dino, Stacy, Jerry Elliott, Torg. I mean, um, you know, but that's something – it's funny. I'm dealing with this stuff now because, you know, Jerry Elliott, I love him, but he's he's no spring chicken, you know. And at some point here in the, you know, distant future still, uh, we're going to have to find a replacement, you know. So you're saying there's a chance. There we go, Darren. <laughs> there we go, Darren. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we'll cross that bridge when it, when it happens. Um, but it will be tough because, uh, you know, he's been on the station for over 30 years. I mean, I'll never forget – when I when I came back from Lexington, Kentucky, I didn't want, I wanted to stay in Lexington. I did not want to come back to Columbus, but there was one advertising firm, and I get in there, and seventy of my you know recently uh, graduated brethren are in there, and I saw the one guy who was the smartest kid in my class, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm not getting this job. So I'm on my way back. I, I worked for about a year and a half at a really cool boutique advertising agency. And then realized I didn't, I didn't want to sit in an office all day. I'm talking to these – I was basically the opposite of what I do. I was a buyer. I bought yeah. from Saks Fifth Avenue. I had a million dollars. I spent money in buying radio and TV. And I'm talking to these radio and TV reps that – and I call them. And I say, hey, I need this. And he, somebody said to me, well, uh, finishing up a round of golf. I'm like, it's, it's, it's 11 a.m. on a Tuesday. <laughs> Tell me more. You know. So anyway, I – interviewed i got the job with sunday 95 my mom's favorite radio station so i came home i told her oh, she was so happy until she realized she couldn't win anything anymore because now I'm employed. <laughs> <clears throat> fast forward many many years we acquire qfm 96 i remember in you know i was born in 75 i remember 77 i mean i was really young sitting on the floor my dad had qfm on and some led zeppelin song was playing on it. it freaked me out but my dad's you know had a relationship with that station since you know, the late 70s, told him, you know, hey, Dad, we're buying QFM 96. And my dad, oh, my God, it's amazing. So, you know, it's um, – but, yeah, so that's something we'll, we're going to have to 
it's going to be tough to work on trying to find another personality to come in. How do you how do you replace a Jerry Ellett? How do you place replace a Stacy McKay? You know, it's all of that trust, all of the relationships that they've built with all of you know these hundred thousands of listeners. Um, it'll be tough, but we'll figure it out. And people do get this kind of weird. No, nah, I won't say weird, but they have that kind of relationship with the person that they're yeah, just listening to every day. Sure. You almost feel like your family. It sounds weird, but like you listen to them every day for 20 years and you hear all their stories they're talking about and you kind of feel like you know them even though you've never met them. Sure. So it's got to be hard to re- replace. Yeah, I mean, but that's that's it's the nature of the beast. I mean, but that's I think that's one of the reasons why I love having the local content, the local personalities is because simply you do. You build you build a bond with them. I'll never forget being in I think it was seven or eight years old. Are you guys, you guys from Columbus? I mean, you guys grew Cincinnati. up here, Cincinnati. Okay, Oxford. Uh, Oxford. Okay, so I, six or seven years old. I'm listening to uh, the station. I think it was called 92X. Oh, time. I know 92. 92X. 92X. That's down in Oxford. Well, the, well, there's there was a 92X here too. Oh, sure. Okay, sorry. okay, that's all right. Um, but every Friday night from 7 p. to midnight was Susie Wad. Okay, do you remember Susie Wad? And uh, I mean, it's just it's funny. I, I was not meant to go into radio. I wanted to go to law school. I wanted to be you, Darren. I think you might have made the right choice. Yeah, well, that's cool. But I'll, <laughs> I'll never forget being seven years old and and literally burning up my phone line, calling it a ninety-two X at seven to request Duran Duran. Wow! Every Friday. You just needed to request them that bad that you called in? Yeah. I was like the first kid on my block with MTV. I was a child of the 80s, man. I mean, it was 80s music was huge. But Duran Duran was massive. But I had that relationship with her. And then I got to meet her, you know, a couple years down the road. Really, really cool, you know? So I probably still have somewhere in a box somewhere a WEBN t-shirt with a frog. WEBN frog was huge. (laughs) I don't know. So... Rock and roll in Cincinnati, it was, it was all about WEBN. Okay. There's still around, yep. I'm sure. Okay. Yep. So here's my question for you now that I'm listening to this conversation. So what do we need to do to up our number of listeners? Hmm. I mean, we're, we're, we've been hovering around 15 for a while. You got, you got, you got to have a big stunt, man. Like, I got oh, it. Stunt. I got it. Darren, oh. Darren lives on a billboard. For like thirty days. Oh, I actually have to live on, not like yeah. my picture lives on. Yeah, no, 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 you no, 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 no. And can he work up there too? Uh, yeah, I mean today's well, modern, you don't, today's you, modern technology. We're, absolutely, we're, we're doing some renovations here. You yeah, don't have an, have an office, office right, right now. now. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> somebody actually did that, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, that's it's, actually can, that's been recreated so many times. Is there room at the top of your tower? Can Ooh. we just stick them up on? Can we stick them up on the tower? Uh, you know, I, I I have trouble letting people park in my parking lot. Like I live on your tower. Yeah. I would be willing to live on the billboard if I could, like, come down and shower every once in a while. Like, is, so, that, is that part of the deal? Or get pretty ripe up there. I'm sure you day. get pretty ripe, yeah. yeah. I definitely don't want to live up there to like, the Browns win or something. That could be, like, a long time. I, I think, you know, I think we need a t- – would a T-shirt cannon be good? Would you Would you recommend to Brendan that he buy us a T-shirt cannon? It just that, depends on where you're – I mean, where you're firing that. I mean, there's only one guy out in the lobby when I got here. I don't know. <laughs> like, here's your cannon. <laughs> you could have just handed it to me, sir. Actually, we'll we'll give it to you. We'll load it with T-shirts, and you can fire it at people who are parking in your parking there lot. There we go. That's yes. That, that's that's a collab. We that, could definitely that. do some. Co- so our collab is basically probably going to benefit us more than it, <laughs> all, any publicity we get. You don't need, but we would love it. All right, we've gone on for long enough. We, we've uh, digressed into shooting um, t-shirts to try and we, we we've hit a low. We've I think we might have hit a new low. So we've just said. Or I'm so I'm so glad I can help you be that guy. So because you know? we've just said that in order to promote ourselves, we're gonna either going to stick you on top of his tower, or we're going to shoot our residents with T-shirts, which they could then keep. So it's clearly, we need to go back to the drawing board somewhere on this. But I do want to come back around to the two questions we sure. ask everybody, um, and. You know, with you being a member of the community, kind of in the business sense, and also, sure. um, I do really love um, the sense of community, both for the broader Central Ohio mm-hmm. community. You guys talk that you talked about—that's absolutely fantastic. But the two questions we ask everybody are: What do you love about UA, mm-hmm. and what would you change? Love about UA. Um, you know, I grew up in Westerville. I live in Blacklick. You know, my business takes me to pretty much every community in Central Ohio. Um, 
when I think of UA, I think of that simple word community. I mean, you can you can see it, you can feel it simply by talking to someone who's who's lived here. You know, um, there's so much pride in this community. Um, it's a great place to raise a family, and I see that in the examples of all my friends that I met at college. You know, that are from UA that are back here. And they're raising their families here. I mean, it's just, it is a, it's a wonderful community that I truly think, you know, I, th I think that you guys do a really great job of taking care of your community. It's a very clean community. You got lots of great amenities. Um, I'm a little jealous because I don't have those in Black Lake. Mm -hmm. We're working on it. I need a box lacrosse, new yeah. box lacrosse yeah. field, you know. Um, but this is just a tremendous, this is a tremendous community. And, uh, you know, I'm happy to be a part of it in the business sense. And, again, I, I'd be lying to say if it wasn't a tradition for my family to come to the Chef Onet a lot. Nice. Yeah. So, nice. so what did you change? Uh, change. I, I had to think about this. He's got notes. I got, some, I, got, I, I got things to say. I did. I did. He did do research. I did. He did more research for uh, this than we did. My, fir <laughs> my first note was, what's up with all the street legal golf carts? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Brendan. Did you, did you know that that's Brendan's, did like, it's his pet like, do, does every does every does every citizen get one? So I mean, Brendan Brendan a... doesn't mind. This is really funny. Um, one of your frat brothers had to put you up for this. Um, no, Brendan doesn't mind the street legal ones. Uh -huh. um, what happens on the Fourth of July with the craziness that happens sure. there? Next time you talk to him, um, he listens. Well, he I will tell you, Brendan. Brendan had nothing to do with it. It's just me cruising through and noticing. So and they're like the insane up. amount of street legal golf carts at Upper Arlington. So it is. Um, I don't have an. I don't have an issue with the golf carts. I get these guys will tell you. I get a little feisty about scooters, but the okay. golf carts. All right. All right. The golf carts don't bug. So, so are you? Are you just bothered by? Are you just? Like it's just, strangely troubled by them, just, or do you have a like a real issue with it? You know, I uh, they, I almost hit one. Okay, but that could have been maybe my fault. Uh, but you know, uh, as I just you're was, not attorney, I, I just, recommend yeah, you not admit yeah, that. I, yeah, we'll, we'll cut that one out. I wasn't expecting. Was it. Was it in the parking lot? No, I just I, <laughs> I, I was somewhere. I was some. I have a, a really good friend that lives here. We were heading over to his place for our fantasy football draft, yeah. and I literally got passed by like eight of them, and it just was. It was just I weird. am strangely it was just concerned weird. by them as well. Like, yeah, can I put my finger just, on it? No, but they, that's like, that doesn't seem right. But I have an idea. Okay. All right. This could be your marketing opportunity for the show. Uh, tell us more. Well, you can get some. You can get those things wrapped, just like we wrap oh. our station vehicles. Oh. Yeah. But won't you be our neighbor golf cart yeah. that we use to go to meetings around yeah. town? You could take the podcast mobile, too. It's done. Oh. Uh, the budget has not been passed yet. We still have time. <laughs> yeah. So there. What's but, this line item in there but, for golf cart wrapping? But Brendan's going to see golf cart, and he's just going to yeah. vote it down. So yeah. you were close. But yeah. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. We're we're yeah. we're on to something. So it's not going to be a golf cart. It's not going to be a scooter. We'll figure it out. We'll wrap. We'll, we'll we got wrap. So how much does it? You probably wrap stuff for the station, right? Yeah. Yeah. How much actually, is it to do that? Well, you know, luckily we work with a company called IMS and we do some trade. So, okay. Uh, so yeah, international I mean, monetary it's, systems. It's I not believe. like a million bucks right now. No, I think it's maybe for a large van. Depending on how you know, if you get it one hundred percent wrapped. I mean, we could. Eight could, grand, oh, seven grand. We could trade. I mean, they would. So a golf cart's got to be twenty five hundred. If we if we promoted it on the podcast, I'm sure that would yeah. be worth. If you tell if you want at to wrap least our as much as promoting it on Sunny ninety five. Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> yes, know, the listenership is roughly we, equivalent. I think. We may not have as many listeners, but our listeners are Upper Arlington listeners, which means they're a high, far hyper, higher quality. Hyper listeners. hyper local. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, hyper, so hyper, hyper hyper local. I can tell you exactly who they are. You put the hyper. Dad. But the dad, local. my wife, Brendan. And <laughs> hey, you, you've got a you've And your a, wife might listen you've today because it's, yeah. You've made a fan out of me today. I will I will not actually uh, skip through every three minutes. <laughs> I, might, I might actually listen to one in an entirety. Yeah, all right. So, well, um, the, other, the other thing, my other note yeah. was just that the girls' youth lacrosse program needs to relax a bit because <laughs> yes. they, uh, they're good. You know, just, just take, a, take a season off, ladies. You know, spread, spread it around. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, uh, people around here love their lacrosse. Oh, and I got to tell you, I my kids don't play, and that's they're yeah. both both are boys, and they're they're both sports obsessed. And the one thing that I'm disappointed in is that they didn't uh, play lacrosse as much as they should have because it's yeah. a fantastic game. I'm I'm absolutely infatuated with it. I mean, I I played soccer and baseball. Yeah. And let's face it, if soccer and baseball had a baby, it'd be lacrosse. Yeah. That's a you fair, know, I fair mean, description. honestly, and 
kid came home, the oldest daughter came home from first or second grade, and they had a thing at school where you could choose between 80 activities and learn about things. And I said, why don't you try lacrosse? And she came home all stoked, went out and bought her a stick, got her involved. She played second grade um, and then uh, played third grade and then didn't have a fourth grade coach. So I... Papa stepped up. But I was voluntold, actually. Yeah. I was voluntold. So, but anyway, I had to learn. In fact, the guy that I coached with was a starting middle linebacker for Ohio Northern football. Mm-hmm. And I played baseball and soccer. So who better to Coach take over team. a girls' youth lacrosse team than, than us two idiots? Uh, but anyway, absolutely love it. And actually coached third, fourth, fifth, sixth. I'll be coming back to coach a little bit. My youngest is still finishing up. She'll be in sixth grade. So I'll one more year with her. But I love it. I love it. I mean, I watch the guys play. It's a little barbaric. But the girls, it's finesse. I mean, it's moving the ball around. I just – you you had asked me one of the questions, what's my favorite sport or what do I like watching? I was, I loved watching the USA Women's Lacrosse, the big, yeah. the big you, know, you know, world tournament they just had. Absolutely fantastic. Well, you know, there is a solution to this. What's that? Cut your commute. Cut my commute. Move just in move into U.A. Move in and Brendan, does he have a does he have room, room up top of his garage? We can commit to that. We yeah. can his couch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're his agents in a way. I mean, I Will, Will's, yeah. like, Will's, you know, 18 months, his son's 18 months yeah. from moving out. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We go. Well, my wife and I renovated a, a really nice farmhouse out in Blacklick. I don't know if she did. Uh, yeah. It's pretty nice out there. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be living on a billboard, so you can have my house, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Throw you some Jimmy right. Johns. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. We're done. Hey, thanks so much hey, for coming man. on, man. Hey, yeah, man. This I has been a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I, I'm re- I, I, this is awesome. I love it. I, I like talking about radio, but I, I like this just r- real life, man. Good well, stuff. You know, we're, we're happy to have you on. <laughs> we would love to help you in any way possible. Any, any, way, that, any way that we can be helpful to the Including radio station. Including the 4.30 a.m. slot. <laughs> and, uh, that's right. Now for this message from our sponsors. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you. All, All right. right. Take care. All right.